Hey listeners, Adam O'Donnell here. Today I have a great episode with the co-founder of GTM Fund, Scott Barker. The biggest question on everyone's mind, what does it take to raise in this environment? Remember, there's $290 billion in dry powder out there. Scott goes under the hood and shares four of the biggest things that they look for. Where did this introduction come from? So when you're looking for warm introductions to potential VCs, map out all the different potential ways you could get to that person. Lean on the strongest connection. Second, don't overlook the power of a founder story. What brought you to founding the company? How did you discover the problem? And why do you want to dedicate the next 10 years of your life to solving it? All those customers and advisors that you put on your slide deck, make sure they're not fluffy relationship because they will go talk to those people. Finally, nail your data room. Make sure you get it to the VC within minutes, not hours, and make sure that it's organized. These are just a handful of some of the great insights that he shared. He also talks about his perspective on the environment right now. Definitely check out GTM Fund. They have one of the best LP bases, period, because their LPs have been GTM operators, scaling companies from zero to IPO. You're going to enjoy it. Boom. I'm your host, Adam O'Donnell, and I'm on a mission to help founders oversubscribe their next round by learning from top VCs and entrepreneurs. Tell us about your thesis for anyone who doesn't know. Which Yeah, man. Well, thank you for the, the kind words and thanks for having me on today. Big, big fan of the content you're, you're putting out. This was founded. So we're 22 months into this journey and we're having a lot of fun. We're learning a lot. Um, so GTM Fund was founded by myself and Max Altschuler. Uh, both of us are operators. So this is sort of our, our third venture together. Uh, I, I met my partner, Max, when he was actually building a media company. It's a company called Sales Hacker, uh, which at the time was the largest community for B2B revenue professionals. And the whole ethos around that community was how to teach startups what the fastest growing companies in the Valley were doing, uh, what technology they were using, what best practices they were using. Um, and we grew that community to 170,000 um, before it was acquired by a company called Outreach. Uh, I know you had Manny on here, so shout out to, to Manny Medina. Uh, and we spent four incredible years uh, at Outreach and really saw what it takes to truly build a, a unicorn company. Um, and I guess through that time period, Max and I just amassed this really incredible network of CROs, CMOs, VPs of sales, VPs of marketing from some of the fastest growing companies you know, on the planet. Um, and those were people that used to speak at our conferences, go to our podcast, they were outreach customers. And so the thinking was, why don't we bring together the best operators we know, C-suite level revenue leaders who have actually seen zero to IPO, often many times, pool some capital, find some amazing founders, and then you know we'd be able to have an outweighed impact on the chance of those companies' success because we could help with hiring, we could help with strategy, we could help with playbooks, we could help with introductions. And you know, fast forward to today, uh, we now have 250 go-to-market leaders as LPs in the fund. Uh, we're backed by Tiger and Bain. And our original hypothesis has really been proven right. You know, we've been able to place 57 candidates at our portfolio companies. Sometimes those are CROs, CMOs, you know, VPs, like people that just have such an incredible impact because they're not just coming with themselves. They usually have like an army of, you know, lieutenants and people that they've worked with in the past. Uh, we set up a lot of different mentorship relationships. We've got a Slack channel where our founders can get those ungoogleable answers. You know, you need an SDR onboarding playbook by tomorrow. Like, we got you. <laughs> and uh, 
we do monthly educational sessions. We're doing events now. We launched a podcast and a newsletter. Um, and yeah, we're about to go raise our, our second fund. Both Max and I look at GTM fund as more of a platform and it's made up of fund community and media. And those three all working in tandem kind of act as this growth flywheel uh, for us. And each one makes the next one powerful and it, it just gets uh, more and more valuable each kind of turn of that, that crank. Um, mm. But it's, it's been fun. Congrats on that, man. I, it's, it's really cool to see that. And the the value add to a founder is real. It's not just like, Hey, we'll make intros. Cause we did. It's like, like the people who are ultimately giving you the money through us, our LPs are, are potential customers for you. And the, I, I saw a stat that someone posted on your team about like 400 something introductions total. 480 yeah. introductions flowing from our founders to our uh, LPs, whether those are strategic discussions, whether those are potential hires, uh, whether those are commercial discussions. Uh, so we stay busy and it's it's really cool. Obviously our LPs are incentivized because they're, they're in GTM fund and they want the investment to do well, but also many of them are, are a career. They are excited to keep up with emerging technologies and also looking for potential advisory or board seats, you know, down the line. So it gives them an opportunity to talk with some of the the best founders out there. And there you go. There's uh there it is on the on the screen. But you know, shout out to, to Paul Irving, our, our platform director, who's built a lot of our programs. I think for a fund of our size, we have really in-depth programs and processes to facilitate, you know, this many, you know, introductions and and programs. Um, and it's 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 cool. It's cool to see it uh, come back. And, and you know, one of our personal favorite metrics is uh, in monthly updates if we get uh, a personal shout out. And I think we're batting like I don't know, maybe ten for ten over the last couple of months, which is pretty exciting. I saw that post as well. I mean, these are just the fruits of like doing the right things and you're here for founders first. And you're like, what do founders need? They need growth. How do we get them growth? We give them intros to GTM leaders who are going to either become customers, advisors, or join their team. It, it It's just really cool. It's so simple, but you just like double down on it in a way that I, it's really been inspiring to, to watch. So I cannot wait to see your growth. And what, like, what's one of the most impactful things that you're looking for, for a, a, an investment? I, I think first and foremost, it's going to start with like, where did this introduction come from? I think, you know, people do pay attention to that. So when you're looking for warm introductions to potential VCs, um, map out all the different uh, potential ways you could get to that person and lean on the strongest connection. You know, if it comes from a, like a weak introduction, maybe I don't know this person that well, right off the get go, you know, we're going to be on a, a little bit of different foot unless it comes from someone like I really trust. And I'm like, oh, they know this space. Like, let's, let's go. Um, you know, the second piece is, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of storytelling. I think, you know, stories are our most powerful tool in our arsenal. And so have your founder story uh, super nailed, you know, founder conviction is always going to be the number one thing in most VCs eyes. Uh, so master your personal story, you know, what brought you to this point? Uh, you know, how did you come across this problem? And wh why do you want to dedicate the next 10 years of your life to this problem? Showcase that you're in this, like I'm dedicated. This, this is going to be a, a 10 year journey for most founders. Um, so show why you are obsessed with this problem. You know, of course, know all your standard SaaS metrics. That's kind of a given. Uh, ARR, month over month growth, retention, burn, runway, like those should all be a given. And then, you know, also know that 
all those customers and advisors that you put on your slide deck, um, make sure they're not fluffy relationships because they will go talk to those people, um, especially if they're you know lucky to have a, a network like like ours. We're usually one connection away from someone. Um, so be proactive in, in connecting people that are uh, part of your organization. Uh, organization, sorry. And then just make sure you can kind of stand up to industry expert scrutiny. You know, we're again, we're, we're lucky to have a ton of LPs who have spent 15, 20 years in a given category of SaaS. So uh, beyond the deck, which I don't think deck should be like too overly technical, you don't want that, but maybe have a, a leave behind for those category experts, for those next level people. Um, so call it the expert level information, uh, which you wouldn't want to overload, you know, right from the get go. Um, and then, you know, the last piece for me, uh, again, maybe it's biased just because we are GTM fund, but be very specific on your growth plans, especially in this market. Uh, if you're saying you're going to use the funds for sales and marketing, what does that mean? You know, walk me through, are you going to build a community? Are you going to invest in more content? Are you building an outbound BDR team? Are you going to be optimizing your PLG workflows? Like what, what does that mean? And be very concrete in your, you know, go to market and your growth plans. Cool. I mean, I'm, I'm sure most people who are listening have heard of the state of venture report that CB insights publishes and just the, without getting, this is a SAS you're talking about it, but the obvious point is just the number of deals have significantly gone down as well as the total funding. Um, just from your perspective, like where we are in the environment right now, is there any kind of words of advice you could share or kind of if you if you see it tr changing differently or how many investments have you made this year as a kind of backdrop on that? I think there's no doubt that things are are slowing down. You know, one thing um, I would highlight is there is, I think it was John Sakota had a tweet saying there's $290 billion of venture capital dry powder still out there. So that is capital that VCs have raised and, and not deployed, uh, which is an absurdly high number. Uh, and there is, of course, incentive structures for these VC firms to deploy that so they can go raise another fund. Um, so there's no doubt things are slowing down. There's no doubt um, deals are taking longer to get done. Uh, and that due diligence has gone way up in a in a really healthy way, I think. Um, but from my perspective, deals are still do, getting done. We did 15 deals this quarter alone. Um, did those take longer? Were we a little more um, uh, diligent through the whole process? We, we have a pretty deep due diligence process, but this was even kind of next level. So I guess just as a founder, be, be prepared for that. Um, and there's no better like green flag for me when founders i ask for a data room and they've got it right away it's super organized it's super detailed it's got everything that i need because i think the way that you run your fundraising process is a direct reflection of how you run your business right and if you have everything buttoned up I'm like wow this person is running a tight ship they probably run a tight ship across their whole business so um yeah, just be proactive in getting that 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 stuff together. Put it all in one one place. Make it easily accessible. Uh, proactively offer things up. I think the 
you give and the more buttoned up it, it, it all is, then, you know, the less folks are going to dig and ultimately it's going to save you more time going back and forth and getting these different metrics that you need to do, do the work up front so that you're ready to have the, the conversations when you're fundraising. Man, that's so good. And uh, it, whether it's true or not, it is a direct, it's a signal to you on how they manage the process and they're, they're, um, I, I completely get it. Is there a um, specific investment that you wanted to highlight? I know you've made a lot of investments in the short time the GTM fund has existed. 21 of our first 22 investments have gone on to raise subsequent capital at, at higher valuations already. Um, and, you know, many are, are doing extremely, extremely well. Uh, Angelus told us we're, we're in the 98th percentile for all funds on Angelus. So there's a lot of great companies to choose from. Um, you know, a few ones that uh, I guess I can highlight. Uh, Mutiny is doing uh, some really cool things. Uh, some marketers I highly, highly, highly respect. Absolutely love them. Um, there's another company called owner.com that I am super excited about. Uh, there's a company called Block Spaces that I also uh, really like, which I think, uh, you know, Web3 is having maybe a bad PR moment <laughs> right now. Um, but I do think blockchain is going to play an essential part in the future of, of business. Um, how big that part is, is, you know, still up for debate, but it will play uh, a big part. And I think there are some really interesting companies like Blockspaces who are basically building the bridges between web two applications and web three applications, which I think there will be some behemoth companies that do that as we figure out applications for, for web three and how we adopt them at mass adoption in, in business. And so you can think of them as sort of a mule soft or Zapier uh, between your web two applications, traditional software and, and web three. So that one's super, super cool. Uh, and they're growing just insanely fast. Uh, shout out to Rosa and Gabe, incredible founders. Um, and, uh, so cool. and then, yeah, owner.com has got a, a special place in my, my heart as well. Um, you know, founder is just incredibly intelligent, Peter Thiel fellow, um, and a special affinity because we actually set up a mentorship relationship with one of our LPs, uh, who is, he was running all of revenue. Uh, for Shopify and they got this mentor relationship and he ended up falling in love with Adam and owner and uh, ended up joining to, to run revenue. So very strong signal that uh, they're going to continue to crush it with uh, Kyle Norton at, at the helm. What, cool. What's the best way to reach out to you, Scott? Is it Twitter or LinkedIn? I would say LinkedIn, I'm much more active. Uh, Twitter, trying to get more active, but yeah. Scott Barker at, uh, on LinkedIn and then Scott B GTM on Twitter. Um, yeah, always open to, to connecting. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Adam. Appreciate it. That was fun. Um, thanks for listening to another episode of the Top VC Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Adam O'Donnell. Check out my LinkedIn. Always willing to reach out, connect if you have questions, if you want introductions. There's a lot more than just a podcast. Boom.